So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts put on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back to Now, before we get started with this episode, don't forget to hit the subscribe button, like this episode, share this podcast, and if you can, do me a favor, head on down to the review section and leave an honest review because this podcast was dedicated to helping us become a better version of ourselves. And I don't know what that version is, but I know that just like we need a little bit more money, just like we need a little bit more sleep, just like we need a little bit more of anything in life, we deserve to be a little better than what we are right now. What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcaster with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickpen, also known as Meech Speaks, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Today's episode, you know, once again, you know, I never I I never ride in on my on my high horse when I do these episodes. I usually fly from experienced airlines, you know, so I just got a couple of questions. Have you ever had a conversation with somebody and as they're telling you the conversation, you know what I mean? Like as you're starting to listen to the conversation, you start to notice certain details within the story. You know what I'm talking about? Like as they're telling you the story, you you're 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 involved. You feel me? Like you gave them a shoulder to lean on. You gave them an ear to listen to. Hell, you even gave them advice that nobody is about to take. You did your part. You did your part. And as you're doing your part, you start to notice, you feel me? Because you're an active listener. You're a great listener. Certain details about that story. And when I say certain details, you start to realize that what they're telling you, it ain't making sense. You feel me? Like it ain't, it ain't, it ain't adding up. Like the math ain't math. And as you start to listen and you start to ask a couple of more questions, because now, you know, you're getting certain details that are a little gray. So you need to clear those, you know, you need to clear those details up. You start to realize that they're the problem. You feel me? Like, like, like you ever had you listen to somebody and as they're telling you a story, you realize that they're the problem in the story. And although they're telling you the story from the from the space, from the place of a narrative from the victim, you know what I mean? Like they're narrating the story from the mindset of the victim. You realize that they're not necessarily the victim in the story. They're actually the villain. They're not necessarily the victim. They are a part of the problem. You ain't, Am I the only one that's ever been in that situation before? You know, and, and maybe maybe this ain't even a story that somebody else told you. Maybe this is a story that you're. You know, you're going back and you're asking yourself what happened. You feel me? Like you're replaying an event in your own head and you start to realize that, damn, I had a part to play. You know what I mean? Like you're sitting back and you're saying to yourself, like, damn, I caused that. In this space, you feel me? Like one of my biggest pet peeves in this space, you know, because we talk about personal development. We talk about mindset. We're talking about mindfulness. We're talking about... You know, things that are helping us become a better version of ourselves. But one thing that I have noticed is that when we get to talking about that, there are moments where we end up talking about this idea of the victim. You know what I mean? Like we're the victim in the story. Like they fucked us over. They're hating on us. We 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 ain't this because of that. You know what I mean? And it, it, it's frustrating because it's like, how can you heal 
from something that you constantly keep running from. Look, I don't know who needs to hear this, but you can't be the victim in every story. You feel me? Like, and I don't know who needs to hear that, man, and I'm going to say it one more time, but you can't be the victim in every story. You know, we sit back and we'll say to ourselves that we want to do better. We want to live better. We want to be better. But the moment that we encounter a situation and it does not go our way, it ain't our fault. It's theirs. We ain't have shit to do with that. It was them. Not realizing that there's a certain level of accountability that you have to take if you want to grow from it. So in this episode, I really want to talk about, you know, the idea of playing the victim the importance of accountability and why do people why do people not take accountability in their actions so first things first let's talk about the victim like i said you you can't be the victim in every story dog like for real you know what i mean and i'm gonna get a little personal in this episode you know what i mean so if you hear me say my name then i'm just gonna be talking to myself into the void but meet you can't be the victim in every single story you know what I mean? Like you talking about they you 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 talking about your job saying how like you can't stand your job. They hate you at your job. You not mentioning the part that you miss deadlines, bro. You know what I mean? You not missing you. You leaving out the part that you incompetent and you can't meet taskers. You you leaving out the part that you you show up late. You leaving out the part that, you know, you're not doing what everybody else is doing at the job. And anytime somebody brings that up, for some reason, you got an excuse of why you can't do it. Am I the only one that's ever encountered somebody like that? You know, and then when you talk to them, they say that they, um, you know, they got they got shit going on in their life. And I'm not trying to minimize that. You feel me? Like, I'm not trying to minimize that and say that you don't have things going on in your life. I'm 100% sure that you do have things going on in your life. But if you take a look around at the other people at this organization, they also have things going on. And what I don't understand is, is that how are they able to muster up the resolve to manage the things that they got going on in their life, but for some reason, you can't. You know what I mean? Like, we always hear that 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 excuse of, you know, I got shit going on in my life, man. Y'all just wouldn't understand. You're right. I wouldn't understand what's going on in your life. However, I also have things going on in my life. I also have things that I'm about to go back home to. But for some reason, I'm able to deal with it while I am here. You hear somebody in a relationship and it kind of kills me when we talk about relationships because we love to shame the other party. You've been in five relationships in the past three months and you talking about men and women ain't shit. How the hell they ain't shit when, when you encountering new people? Everybody can't be bad. It's got to be you. You know what I mean? Like when you hear somebody talk about men ain't shit, women ain't shit, it kind of sounds like you ain't shit. Because everybody that you meet, it does not work out. And I get it. The first time, you know, that could, that's them. The second time, I say that it's a coincidence. The third, all right, now the third, that's you. You feel me? Like the third is you. And once again, you know, as we as we go into this episode, I really want a lot of people to understand that I'm not trying to shame. I'm not trying to shame anyone. But at the exact same time, you know, there has to be a moment where we take a step back and realize like, bro, it's me. 
You know what I mean? Like, we got to take a step back and just say to ourselves, like, bro, it's me. Like, we always say, like, yo, whose mans is this? Sometimes you got to take a step back and say, whose mans am I? You feel me? Like, whose mans am I? We quick to blame somebody else, not realizing that it's us. And we'll go home and we'll burn the sage and we'll, we'll cleanse our energies. You can do all of that with... But the problem will still stay there if the negative energy is you. And I'm going to say that one more time. Like we will go home. We will burn the sage. We will meditate. We will sit back and talk about self-care, self-love. But none of that shit matters if the negative energy is you. You releasing all of these negative energies, all these negative toxins just so they can do a lap in your, you, in your living room and come right back into you. You the negative energy. You, 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 you might just be the problem. And this might not be the episode that a lot of people uh, want to hear because the thing about accountability is that nobody likes to take accountability. Nobody likes to take accountability. We want others to take accountability, though. We'll sit back and we'll tell other people, you know, you need to be accountable for your actions or you need to be held accountable for your actions. You need to man up. You need to own up to your mistakes. We ain't, we talking to everybody but ourselves. You feel me? Like, like we, we, we quick to tell people that you need to man up. You need to own up to your mistakes. We talking to everybody but ourselves. So I'm going to be the first one to tell you that you got to man up. You got to own up to your mistakes. You have to take a step back and admit that you attract that type of bullshit. You ain't manifesting this shit. You just attract it. You know what I mean? And the reason why you attract it is because you attract, you attract a reflection of you. And if you, you ain't shit, you always going to attract people that ain't shit. If you have a piss poor work ethic, no matter what job you go, whether that's from McDonald's to a corporate stage to even being an entrepreneur, everything will always fail because you have a piss poor work ethic. You upset at the success that you not that you don't have, but you're not going to recognize the work ethic. You know what I mean? Like these two ain't meeting. They not meeting. And once again, I promise you, I'm not shaming. I'm not shaming. But the idea of accountability, I feel like sometimes it get missed. Because we love, man, like we love to talk about self-love. We love to talk about self-care. We love to talk about personal development, but not realizing that in the first thing in all of those is about you. It's talking about self. It's talking about the person. They're talking about you. You have to be able to fix what's inside, right? Like you got to be able to fix what's inside first before you're able to work on the outside. It means nothing if you work on the outside first and then decide to fix the inside. You know what I mean? Like you work on the outside, you could be in a perfect scenario. Everything can be laid out for you and you will still fuck it up. You will still fuck it up because you, you are the problem inside. A couple of days ago, you know, I, I, I said to myself that my biggest fear is that my character is going to get me kicked out of places that my talent is going to open doors for. You know what I mean? Like my, my character, who I am on the inside, is going to get me kicked out of places that I know for a fact my talent could get me in. But I always try to ask myself, what part did I play? You feel me? And initially, you know, I'm a, I'm a always, I'm a lowball it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a always lowball myself. I'm like this. I ain't really had that much of a part to play. I might have had a part, but I mean, I might like, I, I probably didn't have that much of a part, but at least I'm trying to. 
You know what I mean? Like, I ain't going to say that wrong. You know, wrong wasn't built in a day, but each day we built wrong. But I'm trying. And as I run that story back, I ask myself again, what part did I have to play in that situation? I hear it from both sides. I kick it to somebody else. You know what I mean? Like I'll tell that story to somebody else and I, I, I hear them. And this is one of the things that I got to say, man, like your circle is really going to help you take accountability for yourself. Like a lot of people got, you know, they got a support system, but they support system ain't really supporting them in the way that they really need to be supported. You know what I mean? Like your support system is enabling you instead of supporting you. Your support system allows you to be able to take the easy way out instead of you actually uh, taking accountability for your actions. Like your support system will make the excuses for you when in reality they need to be the ones to take a step back and say like, "Uh uh-uh, bro, that's you. That's you. A while back, somebody had heard me say like, you know, like you got to appreciate the honest friend. You know what I mean? Like every, every friend group needs an honest friend. You know, the friend that will tell you the truth, the unbiased truth, whether you like it, whether he likes it, he's just going to tell you the truth. And, 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 it, and, he, and it's his responsibility within that friend group to be able to tell you the truth because that's why he is there. I try to be the honest friend. Like if somebody tells me something and I'm, I'm about to tell them something based off of what I think they want to hear. I stop myself. You know what I mean? Like I always stop myself and I say like, nah, bro, you feel me? Like you, 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 you're talking to me because you know, I'm going to be honest. You know, you're talking to me because you know, I'm going to keep it a hundred and I keep it a hundred. You feel me? Like I keep it a hundred. You don't want to be in a friend group and they, they, they making excuses for you. Ah, nah, you know, nah, she crazy, bro. That's, that's nah, bro. Like you driving her crazy. Yeah, man, you right, man. Like, it's really toxic leadership. No, bro, they gave you that task three months ago. You just didn't do it. Yeah, you right, bro, man. They just hating on you, man. It's, you know, it's it's them, bro. Like, it's not you. No, no, it's it's you, bro. Yo, you got piss poor work ethic. You got piss poor work ethic, bro. Like, you cool to hang around, bro, but but I wouldn't hire you if I if I ran a business. And if I did hire you, I would probably fire you. I love you to death, man, but I got to keep it 100 with you. And, and I feel like because I love you to death, I have to keep it 100 with you. That is the biggest thing. Now, one of the biggest reasons why, like, a lot of people ain't taking accountability, there's a couple of reasons why. And I think the first one is feeling entitled. You know, there's a certain and there's a certain feeling. You know, like, you ever came across a person and, you know, let me, a Bessie, my, the feeling of entitlement. You know, and you see it a lot in the military. You know, let me rephrase that. I can only speak from a place from the military standpoint because we have the rank structure. And because you are certain you are a certain rank, you feel like as if like you're entitled to do certain things. And if they don't go the way that they're supposed to, it's not really your fault. It's their fault. And I think that's kind of bullshit. And I'm not saying that's everybody, but there are a couple of individuals who hide behind their rank you know, in the face of adversity, you know, like you can't be a sergeant all of a sudden when you the one that fucked up. You can't be a corporal all of a sudden when, when you the one that fucked up. You can't be a staff sergeant all of a sudden when you are the one that actually fucked up. You fucked up. And the thing is, is that because of your entitlement, you know what I mean? Like because you lack the ability to take accountability for your actions, you know, the emotional maturity your the Marines up under you don't like you 
In fact, they dislike you. They can't stand when you walk around. They hate when they have to deal with you and taskers because they know that if something goes wrong, you are going to hide behind your, your rank or you're going to feel like as if you don't make mistakes. And speaking of people who feel like they don't make mistakes, like, you know, you always got like the perfectionist, you know, who's uh, who's has this mindset that he's always right and everybody else is wrong. Like he he wrote the surefire plan. Y'all were just the ones that fucked up. And when you bring that up to them, they feel like they're being challenged. And that's not necessarily the case. Like one thing that I have realized, especially when becoming a better version of yourself, like becoming a better version of yourself is a thing that stretches to every spectrum in your life. You know, whether that's a better spouse, a better parent, a better a better worker, a better Marine, a better leader, whatever the situation is, like when you become a better version, everything gets affected. So when I said that I wanted to become a better version of myself, I also became a better leader. And understanding that I'm not perfect was one of the biggest things. I don't give a fuck how many times I've done this job. I don't care how long I've been in. The idea that I am not perfect is something that sits with me all the time. Like humans are flawed creatures. We were not, it's not in our design to be perfect. So when, so when I create something, I expect there's going to be an error. There's going to be a situation with gear. There's going to be a situation with personnel. Hell, there might be a situation with me. I don't know, but I plan for that. And I always prepare for that. And because I'm prepared and I have planned for these situations, and because I have planned for that, I know that I do have a part to play in this if it goes good and if it goes bad. And speaking of going bad, man, like one of the things that, you know, like we see a lot of, especially with people who struggle with taking accountability for their actions is their upbringing. You know, like... It, how do I say this? It was some people that really got fucked up for messing up when they were young. You know what I mean? Like there were some people that really dealt with some shit when they messed up. And I, I feel like I cuss a lot, but there were some people that really, that really went through a lot of issues during their upbringing. So now here they are in adulthood and when they encounter a problem, they're not even though they know that they're not going to get whooped, even though they're not, they know they're not going to get hit, even though they know that they're not going to get yelled at, they still struggle with the idea of taking ownership because they remember when they did take ownership for something, they were blamed for it. You know what I mean? Let me rephrase that. They were punished for it. And I'm not saying that, you know, don't take accountability because you're not going to be held accountable, but we know, you know, we know what we're talking about. He was punished. He was beat. He was yelled at. He was he was treated like shit. So now here he is in his adulthood and he's saying to himself, well, I'm I'm never wrong. I didn't do that. And it almost seems frantic because they're trying to like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. That was them because they're afraid. They're they're going back to that that that, you know, flight mentality They're going back to that freeze mentality. And then there's also people who have grown up and they felt like they have taken the burden of everybody's problems. They felt like they had to be at fault for everything. They had to be responsible for everybody's problems. And then as they got into their adulthood, they naturally are just like, no, dude, like, I'm not fucking, that's not me. That was you. And they find it hard to take accountability for the things that they've done because they remember spending so much of their time being responsible for things that they have never done. 
there's so many factors that play into the idea of why people don't take accountability for their actions. But I will leave you with this. Is that how are you supposed to grow from something if you constantly are running from it? How are you supposed to heal from something if you are constantly neglecting it? You're trying to act like as if that's that's something that you're you 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 you're trying to act like as if that is not something that you need to work on. But in reality, it is. Having the ability to take accountability shows a certain level of maturity. It's it's a trait that not a lot of us have. And, you know, it's crazy since we talk about like healing, we talk about self-love, we talk about becoming a better version of ourselves. In order to become a better version of yourself, you have to acknowledge your fault in a situation. You have to. You do. Because it will make you a better parent. It will make you a better spouse. It will make you a better leader. It will make you a better person. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned every Monday as we bring you another episode. And lastly, don't forget to like this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, and share this podcast because this podcast was dedicated to helping you become a better version of yourself. And I don't know who needs to hear that, but just like we need more sleep, just like we need more money, we deserve to be a better version of ourselves. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.